Do not worry. هالصيفية والعانة ومش عم نلحق ايفنتات وبارتيات مع الشادة. جبت لكم بارتي جديدة اسمها ذا بلاك اوت بارتي رح تنعمل ببيروت بشارع المطاعم بانطلياس ابتداء من الساعة 9 ونص. كونوا كتار رح كون هونيك بشوفكم. Blackout party, my Joseph Shada. That sounds kind of scary. Be when be until yes. Well, Shada, man, be like eventet has saifiye. How's everybody doing? Welcome to a new episode of Do Not Worry. I'm your host Anthony. This is kind of a throwback episode, folks. Well, first of all, I'm coming to you from the heart of Beirut, in Jaite. We maybe for the last time, maybe for the very last time, we'll get into that. This is a throwback episode because I'm alone, folks. Ain't no interns here today. Nul lost her kitten. yesterday but they've been reunited he is safe they're back together so she was just stressed the f out so she's taking today off spending it with the kitty at home and elijah was in germany for a lady gaga concert he's pretty exhausted his flight got delayed etc to quote him so uh he ain't coming either so they've both ditched me but it's this is a stacked episode folks this week is a banger there's so much shit to talk about So I kind of wish they were here, but they're missing out. They're missing out, folks. But anyways, most people would say, you know, that the episode's greatest days and greatest episodes were when I was alone, before the interns ever showed up. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways, folks, before we get into any of the goodies, please take a second to like the video, leave a comment, your engagement. Hashtag engagement. And subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior, folks. Uh, and Patreon, folks, let's take a second to thank some of our beautiful, beautiful patrons. Patrons like Mark Kiwan, Daniel Habib, Ziad Mgherbil, Jad Sabr, Sarah M, Yusuf Salah, uh, Noor Jaboud, Rudolph, Joe Khoury, and some superhero patrons like Josh Haddad, my cousin, Muhammad Haytham, Chris Habib, Jessica Ann, Rasha Audi, 69ing Monkeys, uh, Dr. William Watfa, the boobs doctor. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. If you guys want to support this channel, And the interns on Patreon, folks, please click the link below, support us. You would also be supporting our vlogs. Check out the latest vlog we did. We went to uh, Kauai, we went to Daskuche, we had some sausages, we had some cheesecake, some Japanese cheesecake. So check it out, it's a lot of fun. Comic stash, get your vintage comics, folks. Get your comics, look at this one, X Factor. We got the first, this is I think the first uh, cameo appearance of Apocalypse and the X-Men. Uh, we're gonna be doing a sale on Thor comics to celebrate the release of Thor Love and Thunder here in Lebanon. I'm gonna be doing 20% off all Thor comics, folks. Uh, find out more on the comic stash on Instagram. So yeah, what are we gonna be talking about today? So we're gonna be talking about me, what, why I'm leaving Beirut, why this, the show is leaving Beirut. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Lebanese people and French people going crazy over Bouzit Bashir in France. People lining up to get a taste of the tasty, tasty Bouzit Bashir. Uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Nusret just dropped a very, uh, you know, Salt Bay, just a very, very creepy video. Uh, 961, the 961, a very popular, you know, Lebanese publication, Instagram account, uh, named us as one of the most underrated uh, creators in Lebanon, which we appreciate. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Mark Hashem. Mark Hashem is like a very famous Lebanese YouTuber. Now he's on TikTok. Uh, we're going to talk about him, folks, so whether or not, what I think about him. Is he funny? Is he not? We're going we're gonna to explore all of that. Just you and me, folks. Just us. Just the two of us. So without further ado, uh, let's get into uh, why I left Beirut, folks. 
I moved out, okay? I'm moving out. I'm, I got to the end of the month. I got 11 more days in this place. Then I got to, to F off. This was supposed to be our final episode together. We might still do one more episode here next week. Look at that. I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating. Ah, folks. So let's talk about, let's talk about motorat. Let's talk about invert, inverters. Let's talk about batariyet, lithium, acid. As you, guys, if you guys remember, like three months ago, I, I moved back from Zoumkeil, back to here because news had come out that like the power plant was unstable and that it might explode and I freaked the fuck out. Because I was here when, uh, when August 4th happened. I was like, I don't want to experience another blast. So I came back here. But coming back here uh, came with its own set of problems. Like the motor and jaite with folks, the hours are unfucking bearable. I don't know how people do it, but it is literally inhumane. So my schedule, here's what it was for the past three months. Bijil motor from 7 to 8 a.m., so one hour of generator. Then from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., so that's nice, a little three-hour stretch, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Halloween. Then no power, absolutely no power from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., so a five-hour stretch in the middle of the fucking smoldering summer, folks. Mafika started from 1 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. That's, that's nothing. And then... From 6 p.m. till midnight, from 5.30 till 12.30. So from 5.30 till 12.30, can fi motor. Then from 12.30 till 7 a.m., nothing. Nothing. No motor, bro. Like, no power. You would go to bed fucking sweaty. Literally, like, I'd be in my boxers all day, covered in sweat. And, like, you want to sit, like, you want to lay on your bed. You want to sit on, like, a fucking chair. You're laying on cloth, sweaty. It's, like, the most disgusting feeling, bro. I fucking hated it. So... The motor has literally just been unbearable, I gotta say. So that has not helped the situation at all. Also, my landlord increased rent. So at the beginning of the month, she's like, hey guys, I'm gonna increase your rent. But she didn't tell us what it was. She's like, I still don't know what it's gonna be because my landlord, like her landlord, because she's renting another place, is gonna increase her rent apparently. So she's like, I, I need to charge you guys whatever he's gonna charge me so that I'm not losing money. I found that weird as fuck, first of all, because like, you can't tell your tenants that you're switching up the rent like, a day before the month starts, like, what if I can't afford the new price? What do I do? Are you going to throw me out into the streets? Like, what the fuck happens? That was very sketchy. And like, what? And she was like, my landlord, her landlord, she's like, he's looking at OLX right now trying to figure out prices. So once he figures out a price, I'll let you know. I'm like, what the fuck kind of sketchy ass story is that? Like, who's looking up prices on OLX one day before the month? Like, it, the whole thing sounded sketchy. So anyways, I, I didn't feel like I could justify paying three times as much rent for an apartment that has absolutely... No power, no motor. It's fucking disgusting. Then you say, well, Anthony, there's a workaround, you know? Rekkib batariye, rekkib inverter. Great, I looked into it, folks. I looked into it. Uh, first of all, fuck this whole situation. The Germans, I mean, like, there was, everyone used to quote and say, like, Yee, Lebanon, the land of the only one, and you have two houses for the country. One house for the country Great, now it's going to be three, bro. We're we got a third one. Eja l'inverter, eja l'batariye, eja l'ithium, eja l'acid. I called the guy. I called the guy, okay? I was curious. I'm like, It would cost me, folks, at the very least, $2,300. That I keep inverted. Oh, not even. Not even. First of all, so. So you start with that. Then, right? 
بس فيرست بدي غير الاي سي تبعي كوز الاي سي تبعي قديم ما فيه انفرتر سو اذا اف اي بوت ماي اي سي على البطاريات ما حيحمل وما بعرف شو اتسيرا سو بدك تركب اي سي جديد فيه انفرتر هيدا على القليله خي زد لك شي 350 تو 450 دولارز زياده فوق 2300 دولارز يو لوكينج ات 2700 دولار انفستمنت جست سو The lights, the fucking fridge. So um, I looked into, I asked my sweet mate, my, my flatmate, my housemate, if he would be interested. He was like, nah, bro, I'm not interested. I was like, all right, I'm definitely not going to pay for that by myself. So that wasn't an option anymore. Uh, so then just out of curiosity, I texted the motor guy over in uh, Zoo, where my, my parents' old apartment. I was like, hey, bro, what's the... What's the motor schedule looking like these days? Just, just out of curiosity, I might swing by, spend a couple of days over there just to get some sleep. He's like, yeah, he sends, so he'd be back to He's like, uh, six to eight, 10 uh, to 12, two to three. And then he stops messaging me. I'm like, okay, six to eight, sounds good. 10 to 12, sounds fair. Two to three. I'm like, okay, what happens after two to three p.m.? Does it come back at five, five to midnight? Like, ma Then be badly voice note. He's like, Anthony, mish 2 to 3 p.m. He's like, 2 p.m. till 3 a.m. Like, tlete bad nus lil. Okay, let, let, hear it. Let, let's hear it. Anthony, hey, bidur motor nus sette la sabah, la tmane, birjar tmane, min la ashra la tmash bidur, birjar metin ten, ida dayer la tlete bad nus lil. Folks, I heard that shit. I threw my suitcase on the bed within five seconds. I was just dumping all my shit in the suitcase. I'm like, fucking two. Guys, 3 a.m. Do you know what that means? Do you know the difference that makes in, a, in someone's sleep schedule? And there, like, I could turn on and home come in. Oh, by the way, something else happened here that made me want to leave. Uh, we used to have 5 ampères here in the apartment But apparently for the past like three or four years that we've been hooked up to like someone else's motor or some shit. But we've been paying for 5 ampères for the past four years. It was some kind of oversight. At the beginning of this month, at the start of this month, and everything happened at the worst fucking time. The rent doubled. The, Uh, the, the motor got shittier, everything. So, like, right now I have the AC on in here. I had to turn off the fucking fridge. I had to turn off the fucking fridge to turn on the AC. And that's with us doubling it to 10 amps. It's unacceptable. Anyways, so I packed my shit, headed all the way over to Zoot, folks. And from now on, that is where I'm going to live because I am loving the motor. I ain't going back. Okay, I ain't going back to this. I'm fucking sweating my balls off right now already. This is a nightmare. And we're also going to be moving the studio. We're moving the studio back there, folks. It's, it's kind of sad because I've been living in this apartment for four years. I've been living in here since 2018. Um, I started this podcast here, like in this little corner. This podcast like gave me, I don't know, like, I mean, during it, it helped me go through a really tough period. You know what I mean? Like COVID and I like, Just a bunch of shit. The country was going horribly. The, the, the crisis. Ooh, ooh, I wasn't working at the time. And uh, just a lot of uncertainty. And this podcast kind of gave me structure. It gave me a purpose. It gave me something to look forward to. And like this podcast along with like my current screenwriting job are the only two things keeping me here in Lebanon. I lose one of those two things. The other is going to be my only anchor. I lose the other. 
I'm fucking leaving. I'm going back to the States. I'm not excited to leave the studio. We're going to be setting up in, in Zoom. It's got its own disadvantages over there. But at least we can turn on the AC. I can turn them on. I can sleep. You know what I mean? Like 3 a.m., bro. Like AC, like 3 a.m. is beautiful. Then just from 3 to 6, there's no AC. 6 a.m., I can sleep. I can live. I need to live with dignity, folks. And... Because I don't have a full-time job like I did before, I can't afford to just keep this apartment just to come here and shoot once, one day a week. But regardless, uh, I have very fond memories, you know, in the studio. We're going to recreate it. We're going to recreate it. And it's actually, I'm kind of looking forward to it because we can get rid of this fucking purple wall that I fucking hate that the interns have. No more fucking purple wall. I can promise you that. And though, for those of you thinking, like, uh, how's Nul? Because Nul lives close to us here in, uh, in Jaitewe, in Beirut. Uh, so she's gonna have to be she's gonna have to start taking cabs all the way to zoo I've I've secured a private driver her own personal driver to bring her from Ashrafiyeh to zoo and back from zoo to Ashrafiyeh he's a sweet old man called Jadon for all of you worrying about Nuhl having to deal with a bunch of creepy uber drivers on her way back and forth to doing the podcast I wasn't gonna let that happen we're taking care of our own folks so that is taken care of uh, I'm not, fuck, I gotta fucking move this shit, bro. I gotta move all this stuff and drill holes. Where is she? We gotta do it, folks. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. We talked a lot about motorat and stuff and houses and inverters, lithium and all that shit. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something that I, that actually kind of fascinates me. Um, Lebanese restaurants that open abroad. Bouzit Bashir, folks. People were on, on Twitter were talking about this just a few days ago. So people are lining up to get Bouzit Bashir ice cream in France. And it's not just, and I, at first I assumed it's probably just going to be Lebanese people because Paris is fucking full of Lebanese people. But it's not just that, it's like French people too. So look at that, look at all these people, man. It's not how, they didn't say it like that. Bro, what's funny is that Bouzid Bashir isn't even great. Like, it's totally mid-level ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, I would line up for um, Hanamitri ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is top range because it's like, it's like legit Bouzid super bit and it's really fucking good. Bashir is kind of just like standard, man. Here's another, oh, here's like a TikToker. This place in Paris has become super popular. It's uh, called Bashir and it's Lebanese ice cream. This place was started in Lebanon by two brothers a long time ago and now they have locations in Brazil as well as two locations now here in Paris. I think they are well known because uh, it tastes a little bit different than a traditional like ice cream place. So I ordered the ashta which is very creamy ashta. and it's um, coated with roasted pistachios and they top it with some whipped cream and the challenge is eating it fast because on a hot summer day it will melt very quickly. So yeah, it's very popular. Uh, let's, let's check a third video. And here's another. Yeah, look at that line, man. That's crazy. That is insane, man. Look at all these foreigners. Like, they don't know that it's just a totally mid-level ice cream shop here in Lebanon. You know what I mean? Or even like Sea Sweet. Even Sea Sweet has better ice cream than, than Bashir. I would say. Let's get going. Bro, that's nuts. 
so Bouzad Bashir went viral, but I like I was thinking also like Malika Taou recently opened in Paris, and apparently that's been going pretty crazy. Like look at these look at these photos right here. Um, like you got a bunch of people fucking lined up waiting outside Malika Taou. Wait, and I fucking love Malika Taou, guys. I'm like I'm I'm never you're, you're never gonna catch me shitting on Malika Taou. Uh, so let's let's check this out. Let's check this out. Alerte découverte. J'ai testé Malak Al Taouk à un restaurant que j'avais beaucoup vu sur TikTok et j'ai pas regretté. C'est un resto libanais spécialisé dans le taouk, donc c'est ce que vous voyez ici. C'était tellement bon, le poulet était incroyable. On a ce côté cheesy et ce côté frais avec les cornichons et la crème. Regardez au spécial, ma habache. Avec elle, le poulet était vraiment trop bon. Il est mariné plusieurs heures, donc ça se ressent vraiment. La salade César était incroyable. Et franchement, le taouk découverte de l'année, j'ai kiffé. Et pour le coup, ça nous a vraiment calé. Bah, j'ai kiffé le taouk la découverte de l'année. Avec de la fleur d'oranger et des pistaches par-dessus. Super bon. C'est super parfumé. On sent bien toutes les saveurs. Franchement, j'ai bien aimé. Et les quantités sont grave grosses. Je vous conseille. Grave grosse. That's so funny, man. It's so trippy to see foreigners. Like tripping out on Malika Taou. You know what I mean? Like, again, we take these things for granted. I don't. And I appreciate Malika Taou. Uh, greatly, but a lot of people tend to take it for granted. By the way, I'm fucking ordering Malkato tonight, baby. Oh, what's that? Another one. On a trouvé le meilleur street food libanais. C'est chez Malak El Taouk, une enseigne célèbre au Liban qui a enfin ouvert en France. On a goûté leur burger qui est quatrième des meilleurs burgers de Paris et le Taouk. C'est un plat super connu au Liban que je ne connaissais pas et que j'ai adoré. Très abordable en termes de prix, le menu est à environ 10 euros. On a aussi pris le dessert avec de la pistache et de la fleur d'oranger. C'était incroyablement bon et franchement, on recommande cette adresse. On a aussi pris le dessert. Oop. Man, this is so funny. So, parce que, man, as you would assume, it's not, it's not just French people. You got Lebanese people going to Melkato for that comfort food, folks. Check out our boy. Hey, that's a fat issue, I said, I'm going I have a feeling this guy is sitting there every day like alone just eating a sandwich. Haram, which I feel you, bro. Elijah, we might need to copyright the mute. It was a Malik ad, a French ad. We're going to have to come in and mute the audio, Elijah, because it's Akid, the copyrighted music. But look at how they're positioning. Malika Taou in French, you got these like two badass French guys here. So they have like, just like chill, techno music, slow, and you got these two French dudes just like, you got this guy biting into a burger, slowly. Uh, and then you got this other dude eating his taouks. But what's funny is the slogan, not the slogan, but the, the caption on this TikTok is on se fait un taouk, bébé? Like, dude, dude, oh my god, look at that. Like, this is how they're trying to sell chiche taouk in fucking Paris. On se fait un taouk? Tu veux te faire un tout petit taouk, bébé? Allez, ouais, je kiffe, il est trop bon. Man, this is so fucking funny. But anyways, out of my dream, Anjad, like, uh, my friend Danny went to, to France not long ago. I was like, please go try Melika taouk. I just want to know if it tastes good, bro. And he didn't do it, man. Like, I'm fascinated. Anjad, the first place I would go to if I were to go to Paris... Would be Melika Taou, man. Plus, I fucking hate French food, to be honest with you. French cuisine fucking sucks. You know I'm right. So, but Melika Taou ain't the only one, too, folks. You think you think it was over? Barbar, Barbar, Fatah Dubai. By the way, shout out to our boy Luai, who did the art for the show. He did the art and, like, the marketing campaign for Barbar, like, launching in Dubai. It's fucking beautiful work. Here are some videos of Barbar. Come in, Barbar. Barbar, be Dubai. I think I said Barbar so many times in a row. I would never go there, man. I would. Plus, so, kilo bikun hasha Lebanese, fuq baada Lebanese, ubi Dubai, 
كله بده يسالك من وين وشو بتعمل ومن وين جيت ايه خيي حبيبي لايك فاكينج اي لاف ماي لبنانيز بيبل يو نو وات اي مين اي لاف يو بس اي دو نوت وان تو بي اراوند يو ان بربر ان دبي ليت مي تيل يو ذات سو ليتس واتش ذا فيرست فيديو معقول بربر يفتح بدبي وانا البربر ما اروح اكل عنده مستحيل صعب شوي تعال نشوف شو اكلنا اليوم وقديش الريت اول شيء الريت عنده 10 على 10 الاكل النظافه الخبز تبعه واو يعني عن جد هيدا هو اللي بنيز فود ما شاء الله المحل فل وانا بحب شوف اسم عائلتي طبعا مع انه ما بيقربني بس انه انا بربر كمان اسمح لنا فيها الاكل عنده واو طلبت فرانسيسكو فهيتا فيلادلفيا صحتين قلبك هي وشاورما دجاج قولوا اسم الله ما تركت شيء ما اكلته المحل والاكل رائع روحوا وجربوا برو كمان العالم ببربر فوق بعضها كانت لاينز اول اوف ذات شيت سو اني تايم ذيز لبنيز بلايسز ار امبورتينج ذير ستاف فلا تو مي دبي ازنت از انترستينج از فرانس كوز دبي از دبي اتس فيري كلوز فرانس جست لايك وايت بيبل اي لايك سينج وايت بيبل فاسينيتد وذ لايك فيري جست داي تو داي ستاف ذات وي هاف شلون هون ببربر كمان وي فيزيتد بربر Look at all those people on a random Monday afternoon. Yeah, I would never go there, man. I would never go there. We wait for a table. We started by getting fries and the chicken Francisco. Then we ordered the chicken fajita. Look at all that cheese. Fajita. Click. Click Sharma too. The Sharma actually wasn't as good as the first two sandwiches. But the Mary cream oh, ice cream oh, was six out of 10. Whoa. Uh, to be honest, I don't even like Francisco, bro. I don't even like Barbar that much. To be real with you guys, like Barbar to me makes like an inferior shawarma. Everything there is like, eh. It's good because it opens late. And I'm making a lot of enemies this week. Anyways, that's it for, for this topic, which I find fascinating. Are you as fascinated, folks, with me? With If you were to travel to France, would you be curious to try Amerika Tawu? I would. I just want to know, does it taste? How does it taste? You know what I mean? Does it taste as good as it does here? God damn it, do I want myself a Malik Tawu sandwich? Anyways, moving on, folks. Nusret. Salt Bay. Everybody knows Salt Bay. It's like the most overrated restaurant chain in like Dubai and stuff. Uh, he's annoying. Uh, this is, you know, it's over-sexualizing everything, you know what I mean? Like cutting the meat. He's always like kind of like having sex with the table. He's like kind of like that and like putting the meat in women's mouths in like a super sexual way. We know it. None of it is new. But this week, bro, he dropped a video which... Kind of took things to a new level for me. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've never seen... I don't know. I just found it funny. Let's check it out. Uh, we're going to have to mute this one too, Elijah, for the music. Bashufu. So look at that. Look at that. The first lady takes a regular-sized bite. Second lady takes another... This lady goes all in, bro. Romp. Bro, she shoved it all in her mouth, man. She. Let's go back. Let's start it over. Let's start it over. Okay. So first lady, regular bite. Second lady, regular bite. Third, look at. The, oh, all right. We're gonna pause freeze frame right here. Look at that, man. Look at that. That's just fucking hilarious to me. I just found. I love this. I love this. I mean, this is the kind of content I guess we surf Instagram for. Just this is like, lady, come on, <laughs> have some self-respect. God damn it, sucking on that steak. <laughs> Why did they cut? Why did they cut? Like, they cut the scene. You know what I mean? They should have cut. I wanted to... Dude, they should have shown us that. This is fucking too funny. Anyways, we don't need to watch the rest of this. Nuh picked out this other video, which is also fucking gross. What is it? He's opening up, like, a piece of beef. Then he's gonna shove pieces of chicken in there. You're gonna put chicken in the... 
putting chicken in the in the fucking thing. Then he's gonna close. He's gonna close it. And then you might have to mute this Elijah Kamenda because uh, then look at that, just squeezing out the juices. Ew, bro. Like, how is this fucking appetizing? Who wants to eat this nasty fucking shit, bro? Anyways, I do follow him on Instagram. In case you're wondering, I do follow him because it's it's fascinating in a way. It's he's so weird. He's so weird. Uh, folks, we uh, are officially, I guess, one of the most underrated Lebanese content creators that everyone should know about, according to the 961. Now, uh, I don't really check out a lot of 961 stuff. They're really big on Instagram. They're really big on, like, uh, on uh, online, I guess. I don't know, man. Like, I've seen... I, I know that, like, they've been in a bunch of controversies on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people sharing some of their articles on Twitter saying that they're, like, tone deaf sometimes. Look, I don't want to get into it, okay? We just want to... Show our appreciation for being called, or uh, for, for having them calling us out and calling us underrated, I guess, which is pretty cool. So let's just go through the list of who uh, they mentioned. So do not worry, podcast. Here's what they had to say. Anthony Sargon started this podcast back in January of 2021. Now almost a year and a half and 62 episodes later, this channel is still going strong. Joined by his two interns, Noor and Elijah. Well, not today, apparently. The Do Not Worry podcast Tackle everything related to Lebanon from its influencers to its latest to its latest political issues. Make sure to check out their weekly podcasts on their YouTube channel, along with some vlogs discovering the country. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and the person who wrote this article uh, is Jenna Zorbi. Thank you so much, Jenna. We appreciate you. Lots of love your way. And let me just go through a couple of other accounts that they mentioned. How about Beirut? The World Sucks, which you guys know we're big fans of The World Sucks, and they, they watch the show all the time. Unjaded Podcast, or boy, Jad Ardakani, and that Tufiluk, I'm Jad. We got Basit Nation, also friend of the show. Uh, Hungry G, come in, a friend of the show. Look at all these people, man. There's all these people are friends of the show. I love it. Feed Your Soul Diet, uh, I don't know that person. The Food Trial, Michel Fahouri. Beauty by Lama, who I think is also, Beauty by Lama also uh, watches our stuff, so we appreciate you, Lama. Lama leave, always, always leaving comments on you, so I love that they're, uh, everyone's in the family. But what I saw, what was even more interesting, as I was scrolling down, I saw at the bottom of their page a button that said, become a patron. And, and I clicked, I clicked, because, you know, we're on Patreon, you know, we, uh, I'm, I'm never going to judge anyone for being on Patreon. You got to hustle. You got to make your money somehow. You know, we're making this, 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 uh, this digital show and there's no other way to support it financially other than doing a Patreon. But I was kind of, I just wanted to look at some of the prices, which are kind of insane. So you can join for five bucks a month, which is cool. We have a $5, $5 level. Then it jumps to 9.61, 9.61. I get it. Then $96 a month. I'm like, okay, shit, you know, 96 bucks a month. They're pretty confident. I kept scrolling down though. There's a $500 level. A thousand dollar level and five thousand dollars a month, folks. You get five thousand dollars, and then I was like, okay, well, what do you get? It was like you get appreciation from the nine six one team. Well, I better hope so, nine six one. I better hope to get some goddamn appreciation if I'm dropping five k. You know what I mean? You get exclusive voting power, behind the scenes content, and fifteen percent off merch. Holy shit, folks! Should I have a five thousand dollar level? We need it. Trust me. What? This is insane. I'm not judging, guys. Uh, 
Like $1,000, you also get appreciation, you get exclusive voting, it's all the same. Uh, you get exclusive t-shirts, you get a hoodie, I mean, you, you'll get you'll get some merch. Okay, you do get merch when you spend all this money. So you get a hoodie, you get a t-shirt. Okay, okay. I don't know, I'm just saying it's, I was shocked, okay? And on my levels, we got five bucks, we got eight bucks, we got $20, you know what I mean? I might have to look into adding a slightly higher level. $5,000, God damn it, y'all, you guys are confident. But anyways, I'm not here to create enemies, Balakis. We're here to, to thank you guys. The interns appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's nice. Look, this is a small little show that we do. Uh, again, I don't leave the house much, so I very rarely know if people actually watch it. You know what I mean? But anytime someone does walk up and like express that they like the show, I'm always surprised. I'm always very awkward, so I apologize if I'm awkward. I'm taken aback. But it's nice to be, uh, it's nice to be recognized. I, we, we appreciate it. And it's, I, you know, I'd rather be, I said that on Twitter today, I'd rather be underrated than overrated. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be all over the place. I don't want to get to a level where, to quote, you know, the Dark Knight, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I think I'd rather be underrated, kind of under the radar, have, do my thing, have our niche audience, rather than be everywhere and have people hate us and judge us all the time. So, I don't know. This, I came across this on Twitter and it kind of, it kind of made me laugh because people were kind of upset about it. Uh, so I saw this tweet of a guy sharing a video. what was happening, but I just clicked on the video and I watched it. And it's, it's a couple of tourists getting heckled or hassled by like some guy. Here, let's check it out. No! No, don't get out. Get out. Get out. You mean I call the police. Like the guy has no idea. Like, bro, good luck, man. Ain't nobody coming for you. Ain't no police coming for you, man. I can, I can tell you that much. All right, so, uh, look, the guy, I mean, so, so that tweet was quote tweeted a bunch. Giorgio Sayer said, We had another tweet, Farah Jaroudi. I can't fucking read what you wrote, lady. What the fuck? Can anyone fucking read this, Dino? What the fuck is this? Oh, uh, another tweet. Yeah, these are the people that deserve the lack of electricity, clean water, access to health. Excuse me, healthcare and basic rights. Look, I didn't think it was that bad, man. Why is everyone overreacting? Look, I got to... I gotta admit something, it might not make me popular, it's probably a bad take. I don't love tourists, okay? Especially, like, foreigners kind of annoy me. And I, I have a lot of foreign friends, bro, I fucking, I lived in the States for, for years. I just, tourists, not people who live, like, just tourists, it's kind of annoy me. You know what I mean? Especially when they come here to, like, take advantage of a shitty situation. I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan, okay? Uh, so... How bad do I feel for these people? Not that bad. The guy was very non-threatening. It is obnoxious. He's like holding a phone to them and he's filming them. They have no idea what he's going to do with that footage. He's mentioning the hizb. Like, it could be scaring them. I get it. I get why it's scary. I was having a shitty day on Twitter and I found it funny, okay? Maybe now watching it back, it's not as funny as I thought it would be. 
بس انه ما بدا الأدى و it went fucking crazy و people quote tweeting what the fuck it's just a guy man this happens everywhere I fucking guarantee it bro I went to Colombia ما قلكم العالم شو تعمل بكولومبيا like it's fine it's fine it's not that bad okay the guy just fucked around with a couple of tourists okay but نانرو Uh, okay, let's talk about Mark Hashem. We're going to do Mark Hashem. This sort of, I would have liked to do this with the interns around, but um, I want to make sure we got enough entertainment for you guys. So, so Mark Hashem, if you literally go on YouTube, just write Lebanese man on YouTube, and there's a 99% chance you're going to come across one of this dude's videos. Mark Hashem, he has 180,000 subscribers on YouTube. He actually like recently got on TikTok. I think, you know, we're just going to focus on his YouTube for today. So he's also on TikTok. He's got like come in at like 180K or something on TikTok. The dude is like the quintess. Like if you think of like Lebanese YouTuber, like living abroad, he's the guy, man. You're all going to know. If you don't know the name Mark Hashim, once you see his face, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. You've definitely, someone, either your aunt or your cousin or someone from abroad has sent you a video of this guy. Oh, I'm bisib, oh, I'm biakul tabule or something. And I've never been able to determine if I find him funny or cringy. I've always kind of been in the middle because he's genuinely talented. Ooh, he makes like genuinely funny faces sometimes. Like I think he's a like, genuinely funny actor and stuff. But Skamena, it's very like adult boomer humor type stuff. But I just wanted to get your opinion. You know, what do you guys think of, of Mark Hashim? Let's, let, let's, let's watch some of his videos. I asked Noor to get, put some of these things together. This is a four minute video. I don't think we're going to watch the whole fucking thing. But so let's go through it. This is Lebanese expressions. It's our boy Mark talking about Lebanese expressions. Of course I remove. You can and a half. What's up guys? Welcome to another Mark Hashim video covering some Lebanese Arabic expressions. Some awesome. Expressions. By the way, if you want Mark Hashim, I've been copyright infringement. Shadafak, uh, huh? Don't, don't, uh, don't copyright me for this video, man. Fair use, okay? We're Le I'm Lebanese, man. Let's, uh, all right. Keep it friendly. If you want full Lebanese Arabic lessons, check out the link below. We offer full immersive quality lessons. All right, let's jump right in. As you know, in Lebanon, we're very expressive, so of course we have some very juicy, colorful expressions, such as this one. What the hell does that mean? It literally means I remove. But in Lebanon, we use it if we want to say I'm down. So this, I think, so recently he started the teaching Arabic. Like he's done his own Arabic curriculum using sort of the humor and stuff. So this is one of those videos. Look, it's not hilarious. It's not funny. And it's not meant for me. I know what pshil means. So this is not, I don't need to watch this. You want to come with us to the movies? Pshil. Betruh? Lakabruh unos. Unos. That's another one. and a half. So you see, when we want to double down or insist on something, we say unus and a half. It's like saying yeah and more. I not only can, I can and more. The thing is like no one talks like that anymore. Like at least at my age, like people are going to think I'm an idiot if I, if I talk like that. So probably don't listen to him. That's enough of that lesson. Number two Lebanese expressions. Oh, hey, the, what is it? Let's check this out. But bury me, bury me your butt, your, your fart. Yeah, yeah, now in a bit, now in a bit. Now I'll come. Yeah, now, now. Yeah, yeah, now in a bit, now in a bit. God, God keep you. Keep for me you. We're gonna burn it tonight. Tonight, we're gonna burn it. But burn your shelf, or are you digestible? Very digestible. Lover. I don't know, I'm already kind of laughing. That's the thing, like he, it's not even that funny. It's, or funny at all. 
But there's something about him that makes me laugh. Maybe it's the nostalgia bit because I've been seeing this guy on YouTube for fucking years. But let's keep going. Let's see where this is going. Lover of my heart. Lover, lover of my heart. Whatever you want. Lover of my heart. Habib Elb. Dignify your eye. Digni dignify your eye. Yo, go tile the sea, man. Go tile the sea. Where's the slipper? The, the slipper, the thing, the, the, next to the, 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 the that, next to the what's it called? But the what's its name? The slipper. Okay, so yeah, look, it's not my kind of humor, but it's like, I'm not... Is it cringe? I don't know. He reminds me a little bit of Nimr. Nimr, just in like he's older, maybe the, their humor isn't targeted at me anymore, but how about it? Habibi. One of the most famous, most enthusiastic Arabic terms to ever exist. Allows to show you how to utilize Habibi like a professional. First, Habibi's expressive adaptability is demonstrated in a variety of contexts and tones. Classic enthusiasm. Habibi. Habibi. Sarcasm. La Habibi. Threat. Shoo, Habibi. Or challenge. Shoo, Habibi. Shoo. Grammatical variations include feminine. Look, I gotta say, I like this guy. I like this guy first and foremost because he seems like a genuinely really nice guy. Like if there, I, I mentioned Nimit a second ago. Like Nimit seems like a nice guy, but like I've seen him on Twitter. I've seen how he reacts to people. Like when someone criticizes him, he goes fucking crazy on Twitter. Like it has to feel like Nimit if like if he loses it, like <laughs> when he laughs and like. <laughs> He can go fucking crazy and like murder you, I feel. This dude genuinely seems like a nice guy, like a sweet, just a dude, you know what I mean? I don't know. Organic connections. <laughs> diminutive. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> romantic. Bye. I don't know. I, I hope this music is copyright free, bro. Please. Note, Habibi energy can never be exhausted. You never get enough of Habibi. And always make someone's day. Speaking of Habibi, please do check out the Toronto Arab Film Festival. I don't find it funny necessarily, but I appreciate the effort and I like his energy. That, that's, I guess, how I can say it. I like this dude's energy. Alright, this is four things Arabs don't do. Things Arabs don't do. Split the bill. Give you small portions. Say no. Use an actual alarm. Walk away without a deal. No, no, give me a good deal. Ten dollars? No, 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 no. Two dollars. Give it to you for two, huh? Like, some of the stuff, I mean, look, I'm kind of, I'm laughing. I'm enjoying this, okay? Judge me. Fucking sue me, okay? But like the, you know, the, the deal thing, maybe I'll say this one's overdone, but no, it's funny, man. It's funny. I'm getting older. I'm almost 32, guys. I know this is my, I'm changing. Not kiss a million times. Coronavirus. Hey, yalla, we have to go. Give you privacy. Close the door. <laughs> it's so bad, bro. I don't know. Not insist that you eat more. 
Not use a million gestures. Arrive on time. Alright, that's enough. That's listen guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to this might lose me some points. I think you guys were all expecting me to say this guy's cringe or make fun of him. I'm gonna give this guy some respect, okay? He's an OG. He's an OG, he's been doing this for a while, okay? He seems like a genuinely nice guy. He's got there's some I like his energy, man. Okay, I'm gonna say that. Alright, I like his his energy. Uh and uh, Mark, I'm a fan. I'm not subscribed to his channel. He's posting a lot of shorts lately, so I'm guessing he's just way more active on TikTok and he's doing the Arabic lessons things. But I respect you, man. Okay, your face and Lebanese YouTube will always be synonymous. You, you represent us all on YouTube, for better or worse. When people think of Lebanese people on YouTube, you're the guy that they're going to think of. So, uh, respect. Before we let you guys go, Darwish, Darwish Market, folks, uh, Eli Dabur, got married over the last week. And... Uh, well, he, he didn't, he wasted no time in going back to the store to promote Darwish Market in his tuxedo. We hope to come visit you, Ariban. With all that said, folks, thank you for joining us on this throwback episode of Do Not Worry. It was just us, just me and you guys. It's like the good old days, right? Before the interns came and ruined everything for us. Speaking of the interns, folks, if you love the interns and you want them to get paid every month, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where you can also get access to the exclusive Joseph Medab vlog that Noor is editing now. You guys will get that soon. We're also going to be releasing the John the Kid and John video soon. All that stuff is coming. Support us on Patreon. And speaking of Patreon, let me thank some of our beautiful, beautiful patrons who we love so much. Patrons like Nicolas Malouf, Karim Baladi, Jad Al Hajj, Heather Jabber, Jad Sabr, Andrew G, Mo Hariri, Michelle Aissa, Rani Nasser. Thank you so much. And superhero patrons like Josh Haddad, Joe Ghal, Rami Aleme, Danny Karam, Eli Tawil, Ahmed and Lamia. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys from the bottom of our hearts. Leave a comment, like the video, subscribe to the channel, become a Do Not Warrior, and folks, as always, do not worry. Do not worry.